Hey, writers, join our first draft weekly writers club. We meet every Tuesday from 12 to 1 Eastern time. For more information, go to writingclassradio.com and click on the classes tab. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. This is Writing Class Radio. You'll hear true personal stories and learn a little bit about how to write your own stories. Together, we produce this podcast, which is equal parts heart and art. By heart, we mean the truth in a story. And by art, we mean the craft of writing. No matter what's going on in our lives, writing class is where we tell the truth. It's where we work out our shit. There's no place in the world like writing class. And we want to bring you in. Today's show is about taking an idea and flipping it. We need this story right now. Shit, I know I do. Right now, right in the middle of the 2020 holidays when the coronavirus is surging, And we're being advised to stay inside and people are going stir crazy. Not to mention the fact that my dad is now living in my bedroom and um, (laughs) and I'm living on a mattress in my office. (laughs) But I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. And I hope this story brings that out um, in other people because this story has a surprising upside. I I don't know why I need to make this clear, but I need to make clear that I don't like stories with happy endings. Why is that? It's not that I don't like stories with happy endings. It's just that when a story pushes toward a happy ending that's not necessarily true or like tries too hard, that just bugs me. I don't think it's true to life. Although I will tell you that this is probably the first Thanksgiving where I am just so excited to just be alive and be with my people. And it sounds so like Pollyanna. I found myself writing about that today. Like it's It sounds weird, but I feel like I'm finally learning the lessons at 52 and a half that like, I don't care what I eat. I don't care. I just really want to be around my people. I I just, I just want to love people. And I think, ugh, it's taken a long time to get here. (laughs) So if that's a happy ending. No, 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 that doesn't sound (laughs) fake. That sounds super true. I'm not a disbeliever. I don't know. It feels like trying to find a happy ending, but I I like a true happy ending. I really do. And what I really like and what this story that we're bringing on this show does is it shows a different ending. And we did that. We we touched on it in episode 88 with um, Tiffany Drayton. Her story was um, about taking an idea that we all hold which are most of us hold, or at least I hold, which is that the USA is a, is a place where people go to seek asylum. And she left the USA to seek asylum. And so what she did is similar to what we're doing today, which is showing the other side of the story. On today's show, you'll hear a story by Jamie Katz. Jamie got married on her balcony during lockdown and found some silver linings. We'll hear Jamie's story after the break. Have you ever thought... I'd love to have a podcast just like this one. Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. I'm Allison Langer, and every Tuesday from 12 to 1 Eastern Time, I host First Draft. It's a class, kinda, because you'll get a little bit of instruction, but mostly it's a group where you come together with other writers online, write to a prompt and share what you wrote. It's the only way to get better. Come join me. 
check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com or go to patreon.com slash writingclassradio to learn more. We're back. This is Andrea Askowitz, and you're listening to Writing Class Radio. Here is a story by Jamie Katz. Ben and I had been planning our wedding for months. The date was set April 4th, 2020. My wedding dress was bought. Invitations were mailed. Then, a few weeks before our big day, COVID-19 came to America. We made the tough decision to cancel. After the cancellation, we sat in quarantine, missing our family and friends, sad that our wedding was in limbo. We watched country after country go into lockdown and felt what we imagined the whole world was feeling, mounting fear. The week before our wedding day, we decided to take back the date. We needed a little joy. So we planned a different kind of wedding. Instead of a fancy venue in Coconut Grove, we'd get married on our eight by four foot balcony at home. Thanks to an internet ordination, my sister got upgraded from maid of honor to officiant. And because it wasn't safe to have anyone else there, our friends and family would watch our wedding via Zoom. I wore my wedding dress and did my own hair and makeup. We set up a camera and my sister stood six feet back and conducted the ceremony. To our surprise, our wedding was not only witnessed by our invited guests via Zoom, but also by neighbors in our building and in the building across the street, quarantined in their own homes. When my sister pronounced us husband and wife and we kissed, our neighbors cheered. When we popped our champagne, neighbors we'd never met popped their own bottles of champagne. Corks were flying off balconies. In the grips of the pandemic, our home became our only safe place, our office, our gym, and for one Saturday in April, our wedding venue. But something else special happened that day. Our neighbors, who we'd never met, became our community. And for that afternoon, they were distracted with us from all that was happening outside of our homes. In the months that have followed, Many of them have seen us on the sidewalk or in the dog park and even through our masks have recognized us as the couple that got married on their balcony. Strangers have congratulated us and told us we brought them joy during such a sad time. During the ceremony, my sister read a prayer by St. Francis of Assisi that felt fitting with the times and that I've carried in my heart since. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. And where there is sadness, joy. Two weeks after the wedding, we were very fortunate to get pregnant. And now we're expecting our greatest joy. So I got to tell you, Jamie is like eight months pregnant and she is so adorable. Do you think that last line belongs in the story? Yeah, no. I mean, for this purpose, the purpose is the story is about they made the best out of a shitty situation. 
and they're pregnant. So I don't know. It's sweet to yeah. know it, but it's not important to this story. But it doesn't hurt to know it. And it is true. She's pregnant. She's a, she's, I think she's due at like very early January or so something. She's sweet. so freaking cute. And there is this idea of, you know, bundle of Aww. joy. And I think that's what she was alluding to. Yeah. They're expecting their greatest joy. But you know what really hit me right now at the end of her story, how she used that quote by, who is it? Francis of Assisi. What I heard was hatred sows love. And that's what we were talking about before. Yeah, it's really sweet. It's such a beautiful quote. What she did was she, this whole story is about bringing joy to other people, joy to the world. She brought joy. And that's what the quote it says. Sadness brings Sadness joy. And she wasn't sad. I mean, I guess, well, how does that apply here? It applies in every way because it, her story brings sadness. It brings joy to our sad listeners who are right now stuck at home again, since quarantine is like coming back. It's like, right. Um, it also brought joy. Her wedding brought joy to those who were watching in the moment who were quarantined alone at home in their own, on their own balconies. Uh, that's just so cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's very, I, I, I mean, totally a hundred percent. Like when something happy happens and everybody's like sadder in mourning, it's just, it lifts everyone commu- like communally up a little higher. And that is, that's really cool. I mean, she wasn't expecting that at all. And I think that she was even kind of hesitant to share the story. Uh, everything about it was like she was hesitant to get married at all because it's like, wait a second. But she even said in the story, they took back the date because they needed a little joy. And it turned out everybody around them did too. So what a gift yeah. she she gave everyone. And us. No, it's cool. But I also love the fact that her wedding brought community to her neighbors she didn't know, which is really cool. Like now that, I mean, I hate to keep bringing up my dad thing, but like I have a bunch of new neighbors that moved in and the neighbor, the new neighbor across the street called every single day. What can I do? How can I be of help? I freaking just met this people, these people, and they are the nicest people. So my trauma with my dad having the emergency, you know, ER, the... Well, tell us, tell us a little what happened. So my dad has been struggling with throat cancer. So about a month after I got the all clear for my own cancer, he got throat cancer. And it is brutal. It's a brutal, brutal <sighs> treatment because they they put chemo and radiation, well, radiation right to your throat. So he couldn't eat, he couldn't drink. And I, I've been tense, like trying to figure out how to feed him. How to, Anyway, finally, he was so weak. I took him to the ER. They put in a, a, a feeding tube in his stomach so we could start giving him some nutrition and stuff. But either he had or got there some sort of a staph infection. And by the time he got back to my house, was released from the hospital, he was already septic. And I called 911 um, a couple hours later when I was like, couldn't really rouse him or anything. And, um, you know, th- when the paramedic shows up at night, it sort of lights up the whole neighborhood. And they came in, they got him, took him to the hospital. And all my neighbors were like, is there anything I can do? Is everything okay? What can I, how can I help you? And literally- Did everyone like, come I, outside? Like, did you notice that or you just- I don't know because I jumped in my car and flew to the hospital because they wouldn't mm-hmm. let me go in the thing, in the in the, in the the ambulance. But I don't know, apparently. I mean, I, that's, I, I've gotten to know my neighbors over the 20 years of living here. And um, it's happened a lot. Like when things happen in the hood that we all jump in to try to help. And it's, it's brought- me 
so close to these neighbors right away. Just the love and the caring. I mean, I would do anything for them. That's so beautiful. It's really, really cool. And I, I think something like a wedding also, it sort of just brings hope, especially in a time that feels hopeless. I mean, I hate to say this, but like, uh, because it's, it's me like bringing up the silver lining, that thing I hate doing, but how beautiful that you're, that you're meeting your neighbors right now and they're becoming helpful, your new neighbors. And then yesterday, my dad and I were walking down the street. He has his little walker. It was his first time out walking and everyone was just so happy to see him out. And he was happy and it's like, wow, okay, They've been through it. They've been through it a little bit. But it just reminds me that I'm not alone, that there are people who care, that I don't have to worry about everything. And I think we all just go through life trying to find our place in the world. And even as as simple as getting married on your balcony um, has placed them in this world in a very um, aspirational way for all the people that were around them without even trying And that's the coolest thing. I want to talk for a second about the writing of this story, because I think the whole thing is about 500 words. Like, it's super short. Was there anything that you felt was left out? Like, were you, like, wanting for more? No. No, I wasn't. I mean, in this particular situation, I really just didn't need to know much about her or her husband. I just wanted to know that they had been planning this. And, you know, I got the feeling that it was something they had been looking forward to and and this whole thing. But instead of being like throwing in the towel, they did something that worked. That was not exactly what they wanted or expected, but something good enough to bring them joy and simple. You know, I think the weddings have gone overboard. Everything we do now is like such a, um, a huge ordeal. And all they really wanted was to be together and they they are. So they didn't let COVID get in the way. It's really cool. <laughs> this is funny. I just got uninvited from a friend's wedding. That um, <laughs> First it was save the date. And now it's don't save the date anymore because we're going to a family only <laughs> wedding. <laughs> it was the best. I was like, wow, that was so, yeah, nice. So you don't okay. even have to show up for Zoom? No, nothing. It's over. <gasps> Bye. Thank you. Oh, you can send a gift if you want, but good. you're not coming. I know. But it was, I thought it was well done, but that's what was happening now. Um, you're being uninvited. Yeah. <laughs> that's a kind of invitation. I don't know how many people in the world love that invitation, but I certainly do. Yeah. You are uninvited. That's my kind of invitation. Thank you so much for not even making me come to Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> you're bad. I know. This story exemplifies two things. One, that you can say so much in so few words. And two, oh, the, what, what we originally said about this story, which is that it's a very excellent tactic, writing tactic, to say the opposite thing, to, to tell a story that, that shows the other side, either the upside or the downside, but not the side that is expected. And that's what this story does. Jamie Katz killed it. I know, she totally did. Okay, my last thing, and Matt's probably going to cut it out, but... So today in class, you know, I told you the prompt was write about something, your favorite thing to eat at at Thanksgiving. And one of the girls, I love this. She wrote about the before and after of Thanksgiving, which I thought you would love because she's not saying all Pollyanna. I love my family and I want to be together. She's like, I love prepping. I love like exchanging recipes with my daughters and and buying all the stuff and figuring out when we're going to put in the oven. And she's like, and then I love my turkey sandwich after it's all over. 
And I just thought it was really funny instead of, you know, because that's like a, like you're saying, it's a different kind of idea and it's more interesting. Yeah. You know why? It's a surprise. I didn't know she was going to love her. I thought she was going to, I thought you were going to say she loved like lying on the couch all like full. The next she day. The next day. Yeah. Sandwich. Alone with her turkey sandwich. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention was corks were flying off balconies. Boom, 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 boom. That's awesome. Oh, I know. Uh, that really thrilled me when I heard that. Love it. She's yeah. great. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you for sharing your story with you. With <laughs> Thank you for sharing your story with us. And thank you guys for listening. This episode of Writing Class Radio is produced by Matt Kundal of Sound Off Media, Allison Langer, and me, Andrea Askowitz. You know what? We didn't mention that we just started a new season. This is season 10, which means new theme music. Our new theme music is by Amadians. Additional music by John Destel and John Farla. Social media content is by Mia Pennycamp. There's more writing class on our website, writingclassradio.com, including video classes, stories to study, and editing resources. If you love this show, and I know you do, <laughs> and enjoy all the extras on our website, hit the support us button. And check out the writing classes and publishing insights we are giving our Patreon supporters. $10 a month gets you an all-access pass to me. I will answer all your publishing questions. Seriously, people are emailing me all the time now and asking me specific publishing questions and I'm, I'm answering them, taking up a lot of time, but I don't mind doing it. $25 a month gets you a writing class a week with Allison. The classes are on Tuesdays from 12 to 1 Eastern time via Zoom. So you can join from anywhere in the world. You'll write to a prompt and share what you wrote. If you've written an essay and don't know what to do now, you can download our free publishing guide right here. Go to writingclassradio.com and click on the box that says free publishing guide. A new episode will drop every other Wednesday. So listen for us. There's no better way to understand ourselves and each other than by writing and sharing our stories. Everyone has a story. What's yours? I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have faults. He had the same amount of faults as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.